We now commence part two of the of what was on the other track, which mm. we haven't got a title for yet. Right. Right, we're back onto another bit of tape now. Right. I sound better. I seem to sound louder. Yeah, you're talking it up, I think. Oh, fair enough. Right, already. Yep. Part two. Um, I will be describing uh, Kiev in the Ukraine. Train trip from Kiev to Warsaw. Warsaw, uh, Warsaw itself, then train trip from Warsaw to East Berlin. Mm. East Berlin, then through a checkpoint, Charlie. Right, that was on page 40, wasn't it? Page 41. Oh, sorry, right there. Yeah, right. OK. All right, everybody on page 41? Yep. Right. Right. Well, first I went to... Oh, no, that's your line. Go on. Right. Sorry. OK, well... Anyway, I flew from Leningrad to uh, to Kiev, which was about a, well, about a two-hour flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> I got off the, uh, the plane because I got a taxi uh, into uh, the city... And uh, Kiev is, was one of the most beautiful cities uh, <coughs> I sort of came across. Um, you sort of go through the suburbs and... Uh, <coughs> can, oh, already? <laughs> Those <laughs> beeps are just like the Channel 1 timer. They remind me, it's like an alarm clock going off or, or something else that I won't mention. You go on. Anyway, um, you sort of... Uh, up this road, just like, you know, like driving up the Dandenongs, you know, and there was trees and everything, and it was just sort of, you know, like a forest, and then you sort of come out into the main street. Now, off uh, Kiev, it was really uh, good, and uh, I sort of checked in at the hotel, and um, I started to, uh, you know, have a, look, you know, a bit of a look around uh, Kiev, and uh, I took it, again, a, a tour. Um, because oh, I had a private uh, guide, was a, she was a really nice young Sheila. Ooh. Uh, Ooh very good. interesting. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. He asked her if she was married. Mm. Mm. Oh, married. Mm. Oh, I'll take it all back. Hang on, what? Run the tape back. And, Does that matter over there? What's that? If they're married, do they sort of... Well, did you say married? Mm. That's no good. Yeah. Who is she married to? To a husband. That's odd. Yeah, go I didn't think that they wouldn't... It was normally set up like that. No, I thought it was a different system in Russia. Mm. No? (laughs) Well, anyway, we uh, went on this... uh... I didn't think marriages were allowed because of all the communism. Anyway, we went on this uh, tour, and um, which was uh, uh, quite good, and um, we uh, went to another cathedral, which was the St. Sophia's Cathedral, which was quite remarkable inside. And oh, I'll stick the slide on. Come on, give us a slide. Right, there's a slide. Well, it's a tall white building with a gold I dome can see it, I can see it. <sighs> it's not that tall. Yeah, all right, keep, keep going. Right, went through that, uh, that cathedral, which was uh, You got any slides incredible. of the inside of it? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, weren't you allowed to? Oh, uh, no, the cinematic camera was not really good for taking pictures inside. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, yeah. af- couldn't afford to buy an expensive camera as I invested just about all my already cash into this trip. Hmm. Anyway, um, well, but inside, inside was, you know, was quite impressive and went through... Uh, few other uh, cathedrals, which was uh, which was quite incredible. One of them was really incredible inside, you know, with the uh, you know, with the golden statues and various you know, decorations inside. You know, quite in, uh, you know, quite in, uh, incredible. And um, who's doing that? We uh, also went for a general tour of, uh, of Kiev. Um, so we went down the. Uh, suburb to see the, uh, the housing developments, which was uh, quite impressive, and um, it was uh, it was quite uh, interesting. Although I wasn't in the best books with this uh, with this guy, as I was walking down the street, 
I saw this police car and I said, oh, excuse me, I'm just going to take a picture of this police car. And uh, she was not impressed as taking pictures of a police car is quite illegal. Did you know that before? That is, I'm hearing some uh, vibrations. Did you, did you know that it was illegal to take pictures of police cars before you tried that? Uh, yes. Yeah, and they didn't like it. Oh, uh, weren't at all impressed. Why don't they want you to take pictures of police cars? Oh, I don't know. Just a little one of those things. Uh, um, oh, the Gary's like back. Degrading. I'm getting some echo on one of the links. Yeah, there's some, uh, some echo. What's going on? I'm getting a reflection from somewhere. Somebody turned their antenna around, it should go away. Yeah. You're going anyway. Right, anyway. I did go to, I did go through this, uh, you know, this park, which is uh, quite incredible. I wonder if that uh, reverberation can be turned off. There's something coming through on two now. Mm. Hang on. Hello. No, it's not coming through from two. Uh, just give up, sir, Tony. Yeah, right. Noise I wonder on who too. putting the reverberation on. Oh. Right on. What was that reverberation coming in on? Eh? What was that reverberation coming in on? Oh, I've got a leaky pot, I think. I'll leave the key up. Yeah, right. That'll, that'll can it. It's probably from here. Anyway, um, sort of in this park I came across this, uh, this graven statue of Vladimir, which probably... You don't know very much about, but uh, Vladimir, a, Vladimir, he was a person that uh, sort of led the Russian front against the Germans during the war. Oh, and, yeah. uh, it was quite incredible. Um, the Ukrainian language is slightly different to the Russian language. Um, although Ukraine, Ukraine, it is part of the Soviet Union, but it is not Russia. Yeah. There's 15 Soviet republics and it's like they uh, sort of formed a union and all these republics sort of under the protection of the uh, you know of the USSR mm. Moscow is the capital of the Soviet Union uh, which includes all the 15 republics Kiev is the capital of the Ukraine so uh, and of course the language is uh, slightly uh, slightly different and uh, the next morning I sort of went for a bit of a walk, walked through um, this uh, park which was quite, uh, it was quite nice, just like a jungle, you know, just, <laughs> just like walking through a jungle. And I uh, walked across this footbridge, across the uh, the river, I think it was called River uh, Daphne. And was eaten by an alligator. What? <laughs> <laughs> was eaten by an alligator? It's incredible. Jungle. Both carriers and island bases. Hello, what was that? Confused here. Yeah. I think the system's breaking down. I think it is. We're getting echoes from all directions. Uh, yes. Who's putting echoes in? Mm. Continue. Anyway, I sort of walked along the bank of the uh, the river for for a little while and uh, just sort of had a generally uh, look around. And in the afternoon, I went on another tour of uh, of Kiev and um, did a little bit of uh, uh, shopping and uh, it was uh, quite good. I was quite impressed uh, with, the, uh, with the city. What were the, ho you know, what were the hotels like that you were oh, staying at? They were quite at the good actually. I mean, Very um, comfortable. The one in uh, Kiev... they sort of American style or British style? Oh, or? hotels just about the same oh. everywhere. Yeah. Um, actually, the one in uh, Kiev I actually had a uh, suite. Yeah. And a three bedroom, uh, three rooms, bedroom and the dining room and the uh, bathroom. You know, it was quite a big room. Yeah. And um, <coughs> they, uh, you know, you can get all your clothes washed for about a dollar. You just sort of uh, walk up to one of the maids and uh, you know, sort of wash all your clothes. And uh, what sort of like, like a massage parlour? No, you, you, you got to you're barking up the wrong tree, uh, branch. What? How do you mean? They wash all your clothes. Yeah, but you have to take them off so she can wash them. You don't take 
you don't give them, you don't give them all your clothes. Oh. <laughs> what on earth was that? Yeah, fair enough. Oh, it's not like a massage pal. Uh, no, there's no massage. They have massage pals? No. They don't? Oh. Even what a boring place. Yeah, there's no massage parlours. You can't go into your local massage parlour. No. When you're sick of 160. No. There's there's no hamburger shops. What, for 3 o'clock in the morning? There's no Georges. No Georges. Well, how do you get a hamburger at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, they don't have hamburgers. They have like beef we, burgers in, mm. in They don't have hamburgers like we... What about Aussie, Aussie meat pies full of fun? No meat pies. We'll have to full try and heart. keep. We'll have to try and keep this side of the tape humorous, Lionel. By the way, right. it's got to be a different rolls? different tone of thing. This one. Can you no. buy half a roll? Can you buy half a roll? He means chico rolls. Don't no, worry. No about chico rolls. No half a rolls. No. Oh. No half a rolls. What do we call them? There's no uh, fish and chips. What? What? No chips. No pieces. No oh, you could have introduced them to chips. Just get a few spuds and fry them, and, <laughs> and sort of when the when the mate comes back with your clothes, you could say here and give her a handful of chips. <laughs> That'd be, you know, she'd be amazed. You might have even got a ma- no, never mind. But um, what you can buy on the street, which uh, was there, you know, ice cream, and the Russian ice cream is Stop absolutely up. fantastic. I've yeah. never tasted such good ice cream anywhere in the world. Yeah. Uh, their chocolate is... Uh, What's it, cre- creamy or something? Very, or what? Yeah, really creamy. And to my surprise, um, you have, you've got to get used to drink black tea, as milk is very hard to, uh, get. to get in the Soviet Union. Yeah. What, cream? That's right, they'd have trouble... Did you say black to... cream? No, black. you've got to get used to black tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about black butter and cream cream. <laughs> I just imagine <laughs> black cream. You get this furry looking thing up there at the bottom. I imagine with the temperatures the way they are, they have terrible trouble trying to raise cattle anyway. Why? Because they lie on the ground. Well, there's uh, overabundance of ice cream, and because chocolate is made of dairy produce. Well, one of the ice—it'd uh, be interesting I to make ice cream out of cream, wouldn't it? You can make ice cream out of seaweed, can't you? What? There's a process. There's some synthetic process to make ice cream. Aren't <laughs> seaweed. <laughs> You're thinking of those things down at Geelong where you get in and buy sardine ice creams. Sardine. <laughs> no, the, the tail's taking it at the top of the ice cream. Making ice cream without using milk. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy them down at Geelong. You just go down and you say, one sardine ice cream, please. Because there's about 84 flavours, or is it 85? Anyway, they've got all these incredible flavours. Do you go in a lift to get to your 84 flavours? Yeah, no. What? Hello, two metres. Um... <laughs> No, you can get sardine ice creams, and they've got fish, they've got sardines tails poking out of them, some of them got sardines heads poking out of them. <laughs> they're really grass. What other sorts have they got? No, what I was saying is that there is such a thing as ice cream that's made that doesn't contain any milk as such. They have licorice ice cream. Do you, can, can you get beef ice cream? don't think they've got beef. What about chicken? Chicken? They might have had chicken. chicken. Sure. But, um... Anyway, so they have. Uh, well, when you when you say milk, how come milk's hard to get if ice cream know. if ice cream's so readily available? I don't know. You could just put the ice cream there and melt it. Oh yeah, for sure. But ice cream would keep longer than milk, so that they might have trouble. Oh, haven't they got fridges over there? This, yeah, but you can't even the fridge. You can't keep milk indefinitely. Oh, you can keep it for a week or so. Yeah, but you keep ice cream for for a lot longer than than a week. Well, maybe they haven't got cows. Oh, hang on, you've got to keep cows pregnant or something, haven't you? To make them give milk. Isn't there? No, once, they, no, once they're in milk, you've got to keep milking them or else they naturally cease to produce milk. Maybe all the local farmers sort of keep for the milk for themselves. Could be, you know. Yeah, because if they've got a fairly cityised, industrialised population, there mightn't be enough farm farms to sort of produce for them. Milk. Anyway, from Kiev, I, I took this train, um, which was a 12-hour trip to the border, yeah. and 
when I arrived at the border, I was waking up at uh, quarter to one in the morning, and um, two uh, guards sort of come on the train. Mm. One of them sort of take your passport and a visa and walks off the train, and uh, the other fellow asked me if I had any Russian, Navy. you know, any Russian money I want changed. Yeah. I said yes, I've got about sixty rubles. Mm. So I, I went off the. Can you turn the? That sounds like seven and a half ips. Hello. Hello. Can you just uh, turn the um, rever reverberation off for a little while? Oh, do we have to? Yes. Just like getting to the interesting part. Oh, right, eh? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Look, make it, make it just. Just make it echo rather than reverb. Yeah, because if you put too much in, it goes hello, 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 like that. If you made it so it just sounded like sounded a big, like a big, big now. See, that's echo. Reverb's where it just sort of goes. Uh, so make it, make it um, reverb, not echo. Yeah, make that's right. See, at the moment, it's, it's you've got to yeah, control right. yourselves. Anyway, hello, hello. No, hello. it's gone now. Good if you just keep it off, just until I get to the interesting part. No, well, that's not bad there now. Say so, hello, 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 hello. Now it's gone again. Hello. Yeah, I'll just leave it off just for a couple of minutes. Right. This system's breaking down. <laughs> continue. Try to continue against all no, odds. I'll, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit like um, <laughs> the, the system is a bit like the system Joe came across last yes. night in yes. his uh, backyard. Yes. Down mm. the 84th level. Did you hear that last night? Oh yes, I sure did. I was now going to dig a hole in the backyard. What did you <laughs> see if you had one there? <laughs> what did you think of the whole performance? He went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he thought it of it. Bad, was it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said about two and a half hours. You rang me up to ask me how it finished. <laughs> I was trying to explain it. <laughs> But it sort of didn't finish, it just sort of died out. Oh, anyway. Died out, we're just going off to get hamburgers. Oh, died out because we'd, we'd, we'd run out of a non-existent dialogue. Anyway. Jail. Temporal order here. Yes. yes, continue to the interesting right. bit. Right. Right. Actually, I dug about six feet under the ground too, I couldn't find anything. I started doing that once actually, because there's a bit of ground that sounds hollow. Um, up outside the butcher's shop, you sort of walk past it. Don't laugh, I'm being serious. You walk past the butcher's shop. Maybe that's where the butcher... Is there a tunnel under there? There must be, because it echoes, the ground echoes in a certain spot. Maybe so that's where he dumped all his bands in or something. It's, it's, I don't know, but anyway, I worked out how many how many yards it was from the street, and I rushed home here and work, you know, walked down our sideway that many yards, and I started digging. But um, all that happened was that the ground filled up with water, because we've got one of those funny... Areas where the ground fills up with water. No, that was a bit of a flop, wasn't it? Right, the uh, trains. Uh, were they all diesel or uh, electric, or were there any steam trains at all? Is that ground? Does your ground fill up with water if you dig a hole? Yeah, don't change it back to that subject again. That flopped. Uh, you're going. You're the kind uh, was diesel. Hmm. Hmm. The one I was on. Anyway, at the border, after I got off the uh, the train. I had to uh, sort of go and change the money. After I did that, I sort of had to go out on the other side of the platform, on the Warsaw side. Mm. This was about two o'clock in the morning, and I was sort of pacing up and down the platform, and there was an armed guard about every hundred feet. And I was, I was out of smokes. Oh, by the way, the Russian cigarettes are... Ruddy, terrible. Oh. No, it must have been a bit irritating. Did you take plenty of... Vikings out there? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> take plenty of local ones with you? What didn't you I think to? Oh. Um, I did buy them in a special shop in uh, Moscow where it's only a shop that serves uh, for foreign tourists, meaning you can only sort of get those... <clears throat> you know, we can get Western goods, but you've got to pay in foreign currency. I wonder if those Russian cigarettes have... A certain banned substance and then it's no longer available as well, it was until about 1930. Well, some of them make you... What's that? 
He smoked some of the Russian cigarettes some of the local made, and uh, I'll tell you what, you feel like chucking. They were that bad. <coughs> they were really Can't bad. Can't be too good then. Anyway, anyway, I was dying for this force, a cigarette. And mm. this Russian general came up. He was just about to light one up, and I sort of walked up to him and bought a one off him. Mm. This Russian general who uh, had his chest full of medals. Off him? Yeah, I bought a cigarette off him. What sort? Oh, a Russian cigarette. Oh. It tasted bad. Yeah, it And uh, he, <coughs> he uh, didn't really appreciate a... Um, a bot. A dumb tourist coming up bought a cigarette off him. <coughs> sort of uh, went crooked, mate. Yeah? Um, anyway, um, the train sort of pulled in. he wouldn't, yeah. Uh, at the border they were changing engines yeah. and um, <coughs> about uh, quarter past two the train uh, sort of backs in and I sort of got on and there were soldiers that were checking underneath the trains and I heard footsteps above me there was one uh, guard or soldier sort of walking the full length of the train on the roof and um, I was sort of sitting in the cabin at the time and two blokes come up, one of them gives me back the passport, minus the visa, and uh, then we had to get out while the second uh, officer went in and um, checked everything that opened <coughs> and shut in the cabin. Mm-hmm. My suitcase wasn't open, but uh, everything, like, you know, all the cupboards and drawers, sort of, you know, checked under the beds and sort of in the... Uh, now the, the racks and things like that, everything was just sort of checked. Mm. This went on for a while. <clears throat> then suddenly the trains sort of pulled out. And uh, <coughs> I was sort of looking, you know, carefully out the window and you can see a whole row of lights just sort of going as far as the eye could see. And uh, as we we're going through the shunting yards, you know, there's armed, you know, soldiers sort of walking around the shunting yard, shutting yards, uh, possibly to make sure nobody trying leave the country illegally. Then we uh, went over this river. I would have thought they'd be more worried about illegal entry. Oh no, they were quite worried about uh, legal, illegal exit too. Hmm. And uh, then we went across this river, then uh, the train again, again stopped at Terrace Pole, the first um, uh, town in uh, Poland. And of course, a couple of guys come on, check the passport and uh, there was a two-hour difference, so the time sort of went from up past three, well, about from three o'clock Russian time to one o'clock in the morning Polish time. And then I eventually got to sleep, and I was woken up at uh, five o'clock in the morning. We got to Warsaw. Must have been pretty tiring being woken up all the time. Yeah, it was. I was pretty tired that day, and uh, I expected uh, Poland to be, you know, like Russia. <coughs> But it was, you know, it was more like a uh, Western European country. In fact, I was very impressed with uh, Warsaw. And um, people can buy uh, Western goods and uh, Coca-Cola signs everywhere. And uh, it was uh, quite incredible. And I found the people were much better dressed. And uh, in Poland, people are quite free to travel. Even though a Polish passport is only valid for uh, uh, for one year. Um, anyway, I went on a four-hour tour of Warsaw on the first day, and because um, Warsaw was just about this, was virtually raised during the war, but now it's been uh, all uh, reconstructed. Bit of uh, broadcast QRM. Crosstalk from somewhere, right? Yes. I wonder where the crosstalk is coming from. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, the system's breaking down. That's the trouble with 160. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <coughs> one of it's between the this Box Hill studio and um, the Austinwick studio. Yeah, well, it's probably some leaky guttering somewhere or something. Yeah. Rectifying and putting BCI into everything. Yeah, a bad stove or something. Yes. Here you go. Um, anyway, um, I went uh, 
saw the, the old Warsaw, the, the way it was before the war, which was uh, quite in, uh, incredible. And watched uh, and went at this little theatrette in, uh, in Warsaw, where we watched an 18-minute 18 18-minute 18 film of what happened to Warsaw during the war, and it was, it was quite incredible. Yeah, they wouldn't be very impressed with the Russians. They didn't particularly like the idea of losing their country. Um, well, I've spoken to a few um, Polish people, and they don't like the Russians at all. Yeah, well, they are yeah, Russian. that's right. Um, we've got some Poles at work, actually. Well, actually, um, they're a lot freer than the Russians, the, uh, the Poles. Um, they're sort of... Um, they're you know, they're not entirely under Russian control, as people sort of make out, because, you know, there are army, you know, Russian army units in Poland and the other uh, Warsaw-backed uh, countries, but um, it didn't seem to be all that bad to me. It's, it's probably not that bad, but it apparently was a heck of a lot better before the Russians came along, yes, well, according to anyone you speak to that was there before and after. Well, of course... Uh, Warsaw was, you know, was torn to pieces, you know, during the war. Uh, it was pretty well destroyed. And uh, what you see, every building, just about every building you see in Warsaw is, uh, was being built since the war. Mm-hmm. And um, they just sort of reconstructed of what it looked like before the war. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go out to um, the royal palaces where the Polish kings and queens uh, used to reside and uh, that was quite incredible, you know, seeing all the, uh, the royal furniture and the paintings and, uh, and, and things like that. <coughs> and uh, that was most enjoyable and uh, the floors were sort of polished wood where you had to sort of wear, uh, you know, slippers to sort of slip over your normal shoes and... Um, it was really incredible, and the gardens were quite, uh, quite incredible. Hmm. And uh, then I sort of you got any slides of the gardens? Uh, yes, here you are. Can you whack one on? Yes. Hang on. Click. Hang on, I haven't hang got on. it yet. I'll, I'll just stick up the ceiling. I'll just click it in there. You haven't got the light turned on, or something? Oh, hang on. I'll turn the light on. Yeah. Right. Turn it on. That, oh, right. that's it. It's better. Hang on. Hang on. Oh. I'll just flick the switch. Yeah. Oh, it's quite incredible. Isn't look it? at the green. Look at the greenness of those bushes. Yeah. yeah. The flowers come up pretty well. Yeah, those red ones. Of course, red yeah. always comes up well in Kodachrome. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Those purple ones aren't too bad. Those blue ones are fantastic, but you always get good blue on 160 metres. <laughs> A lot of that around. Mm. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Anyway. I hope. Uh, Heard the other uh, fellas like 3ML and all that listening in. Oh, that was interesting. What's that funny sign on the tree that looks like a denigram? That's <laughs> <laughs> a Russian denigram. <laughs> a Dinovich gram. Yeah. That beeper sounded a bit funny. I thought the last beep was a bit uh, long. Yeah, it seemed to get rather dragged out, didn't it? Oh, it's like a touch. It's like a channel one timer. Oh. I have. I can't do reverb at the moment. I haven't got the cordless to do it in the shack because the oh, two yeah. I've got, I'm using as line amplifiers. You got the box? Yeah, but it's not in the shack at the moment. Uh, it's in right. the bedroom. I'll have to go and get it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, I went. Uh, so. What do you want me to get it? No, 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 no. I thought. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, I went through the. Uh, the more modern areas of uh, of Warsaw, and uh, generally had a good uh, you know, look around the place, and uh, it was that was most enjoyable. In fact, when I was in Poland, I would be quite happy to live and settle down in Poland. And uh, now, now, chaps, now, now control yourselves. The system's breaking down. It's deteriorating again. Yes. You go. I was still quite impressed with Poland, and there are private enterprise mm. in that country. Private farms. Hang on, what happened with Poland? Did the Germans take it first or the Russians? Or well, did the, the Germans take it and then the Russians take it from them or what? Well, it was occupied by the Germans. Yeah. Then the uh, Russian front sort of moved in, swept across Poland and, and the Russians eventually made it to Berlin. Yeah, because I, 
one of the Polish guys that I knew didn't like the Germans either. Just sort of wondering where they came into it. Yeah, well, Poland was uh, occupied by by Germany during the war. Yeah. Um, anyway, from Warsaw, I went by train to East Berlin, and um, East Berlin was uh, was well, was pretty grim actually. I, you know, there's a lot of war-torn buildings uh, in that city with original, you know, bullet holes. Hey. You know, and um, hmm. it's, uh, I found it a bit depressing actually. It's so it still Berlin. looks a bit like well, like it did in the war. Uh, yes, and um, <laughs> you know, the, uh, I went... Uh, I would have thought they would have all gone out with their spec filler and filled them in. I, I beg your pardon? I would have thought they would have all got out with their spec filler and filled in all the bullet holes after the war. Spec filler? Oh yeah, there was spec filler then, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway... There was, there was a lot of... Uh, must have been too lazy. Now, there's a lot of buildings which look, you know, must have been quite, uh, you know, quite old buildings, you know, historic buildings just sort of, you know, were sort of blown up, you know, while the bombs and, and they sort of restored them, sort of, grew, you know, weeds sort of growing everywhere hmm. inside these uh, buildings. And, uh, of course, the main street, Karl Marx Street, is, you know, sort of ultra-modern, and I've got a fantastic TV tower in East Berlin. Um, I think I've heard of that. It's 600, well... There's some restaurant up the top? Uh, yes, well, if you can just imagine a stem. <coughs> That's a the one. I saw that in Tiny Tots, a picture of that. What's it look like? A yeah. big stem with a ball on top, and because on the top of the ball, uh, they've got the, you know, their TV aerials. Hmm. And That's up, right. to the, um, up to the bottom part of the ball, where the lookout is, is 600 feet above ground. Mm, that'd be quite good. That'd be like climbing up Channel O's town. How thin is it? Big pun? How thin is it? Oh, it's, uh, oh, it's quite, uh, quite a thick uh, stem, actually. Yeah, it'd have to be. Yeah, it's still growing, probably. Yeah, and... Uh, what what two colour is it? Back green? <coughs> anyway, from up top there, you get you know, a fantastic view. You know, I'll just click in a slide. Yeah. Um, and, uh, mm. It's got noise on it here. Hang on, it's only in black and white here. Well, it's in colour. Well, what's going on? Where's the Why colour gone? you got your chroma working properly? Can't be. Are you sending out enough chroma pulses? Hang on, I'll just switch on the chroma. Right, eh? Chroma's on. Is that any better? Hang on, it's sort of flickering. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, you missed it. Because we've got our paints oh, out the, the, co the colour's sort of not quite perfect here. It's just a bit funny. What was that knock? Just so this, the chroma improved because we got our paints out and improved. Oh, you, you sort of went the hard way. Fair <laughs> enough. I was about to do that. But oh, fair enough. But what is he... I decided not to do that because you've always got to wash the face of your TV after you've that. Yeah, you just finished painting it and it changes to, to, the, to the gremlin again. So you've got to wash wash a picture, wash all the paint so off what, to see the gremlin. So what is he doing? What, he's got a black and white uh, set and... Um, he's just it? painted it apparently. Look, stuff, stuff, stuff him up and put the gremlin back on quick. <laughs> That'll do. Here, anyway, um, yeah, I've got a good, I've got a bit good picture here. Well, anyway. you know, it's, you know, it's quite incredible. See, and that must have been a pretty fine day when you took that. Pretty clear. Well, it's quite cloudy. Stupid, didn't You're eating the wrong line. Um, Tony. Oh, it's alright, there's steam in the shack. It's we should be on page... We should be on page 55. Oh, sorry. So you're reading the wrong page of the script. <laughs> oh, sorry. Gee, it was a cloudy day, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, you couldn't see that picture very well. No. Yeah, anyway, you're up the top there. Up the top there, And you're yeah. allowed to take pictures. No one yeah. tried to shoot you for bringing out your camera or anything. No, no worries. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're up, uh, you know, 600 feet and you get, uh, as you can see, you can get quite an incredible view uh, from up there. But when, when there's no clouds. Actually, you know that the BHP house building... What, the one that swings around in the breeze? Yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah. You got For me, I went up there with a friend of mine when they were, you know, still being built. This is an art when we were in RMIT and you got quite an incredible view from the top of that and that's um, getting on for... Yeah, that moves around in the wind. Did you notice the um, 600 footer moving in the wind? Did what? you have to sort of go steady on your feet? No, no there was it doesn't no wind move it. enough 
happy to do. Oh, there'd be a hell of a lot of wind up at 600 feet. Yeah, there wasn't is. much wind that day. We we were up in there and there weren't any windows and yeah. we sort of stepped out of this lift and the, the blo yeah, wind blowing across. Yeah, it just blasts you off your feet. Almost, yeah. Somebody was putting antennas up on top of BH, you know, the BHP building and he reckons he had to sort of... He thought there was something wrong. He thought he was about to faint because he's walking across and he couldn't walk a straight line. And uh, apparently he suddenly realised the building was swaying backwards and forwards. So I was just wondering at the 600 foot tear, you sort of grab your yeah, glass well, of no vodka wind. or whatever it is. Yeah, well there's no wind at that, that, that day, so it wasn't swaying at all. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, um... I, I must say some of those buildings are a bit weird. What's the lift like? Has it got 84 floors? Or, or how many, you know, does it go to different floors on the way up or just go straight up? Uh, yes, it, it, got 84 floors, but only if it goes up, not down, like in Joe's case. Oh, I see. It's a sort of inverted... Yeah. Yep, yep. Fair enough. I hired a car in East Berlin. There's yeah. a computer on every floor. And uh, drove about 60 kilometres that day. And I'll tell you what, driving on the other side of the road takes about an hour to get used to. Oh, that's not bad. What did you hire, a Mercedes? No, I hired a, uh, a Mosvich. A what, Vich? A Mosvich. I've never seen a Mosvich. What's it look like? Well, if you see a Fiat, that's a Mosvich. Oh, yeah. A Fiat? Mm, it's like a, um, a Fiat that's made in Russia. Oh, I see. What, and it's got Fiat parts and everything? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's, <coughs> it's just a sort of Fiat car, you know, inside and outside. Anyway, driving on the other side of the road, it was uh, quite an effort. You know, if you can imagine the uh, steering, steering wheel sort of... All your judgments will be back to front. Yeah, mm. and because uh, you've got the gear, the gear stick on your right-hand side, mm. and when you're not used to it, every time you try and change gears, you grab the door handle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. say that. <laughs> if you went to America. Door flies open, you shoot out of the car. Yeah. The and car runs away yeah. without you in it. Mm. Yeah. And I was sort of driving along, um, you know, the Autobahn, and uh, sort of a uh, couple of times I was sort of weaving over to the left side of the road, and, you know, and I see all these cars coming... Coming at you on the left. With their lights, horns blowing, and I was just going to get off the right side. But after about half an hour, I was sort of getting the hang of it. Yeah. And it wasn't too bad. And within an hour, I was driving with full confidence, like driving in Melbourne. Well, how fast are you allowed to go on the autobahns? Oh, I think do. Uh, Is there a speed I'd, limit? or? I'm not too sure, but uh, I didn't uh, drive probably, that fast anyway. Probably couldn't read it because yeah. it was in Russian. No, in, uh, oh, it's probably in Arabic. It's in German, and I'm learning German at the moment. Yeah, they're usually in oh, Arabic. Oh, this is in Germany, is it? East Germany, East Berlin. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, anyway, I got that, you know, fair way. In fact, this TV tower looked rather small in the horizon, and uh, sort of went down some of the side streets you know, in East Berlin, and uh, also, like, you know, the back streets of Fitzroy. Net, <laughs> <laughs> net. Did you oh, even get the yeah. same old grotty buildings and everything? Big fun. Did you even get the same grotty buildings and everything? Same grotty buildings? Yeah. Well, the, most of the buildings I saw were quite uh, grotty. Now you, you must yeah. have found a few people there that spoke English. Yes. Um, so what did they, you know, what... Well, I didn't find many East Germans, in fact, uh, they could speak English. The language barrier on into the communist, in the communist countries were really bad, and the only uh, people I found that could speak English in East Berlin was some West, you know, West German tourists and, you know, American tourists and, you know, British tourists, but I didn't have much chance. I didn't have much opportunity to talk to any of the locals, and, uh, you know, I was quite interesting, and uh, spent two days in uh, East Berlin, and I went to a checkpoint Charlie, which takes about... Lionel, when you're driving around the back street, you didn't you didn't come to any dead end street, and you found you're against the wall or anything. Um, no, but I was uh, driving uh, right by the wall, and um, actually the, the wall, um, well, it's be you know it's pretty nearly impossible to escape. Actually, there's two walls. You, you can this is looking from the eastern side. How big are these walls? Well, over this wall, about six foot high, the first wall, um, there's usually a, perhaps a road or track, then there's a, a barbed wire fence, then there's, um, oh, actually, I'd, I found a hole in the wall, which I looked through, and uh, 
Oh, there it's was not, a, not a wire thing. It's a solid wall. It's a solid wall. Mm. And uh, I saw this uh, wire grid, which, you know, with you know, three inch nails. In other words, if you hop over the, f and the wall, the uh, nails would go right through your foot. Hmm. Uh, then there was a barbed wire fence. Then there was a mines field. Oh. That means um, you get blown up if you yes. walk across. Uh, metal obstacles, you know, to stop heavy vehicles. Then there was a wall, now on the western... You've got no, no deviation on two metres. Does that mean if you throw bricks and things over the wall you can make the mines go off? Yeah, most likely. Two, two metres, you've got no deviation. That'd be fun, you'll have to go down there and have a field day and, and Sorry, record a spec. You're not, you're not moving metres even. You've wrecked hmm. something. That'd be an interesting trip, don't you think, Branch? Hmm. Go over there throwing bricks onto the minefield to see if you can make it explode. Well, they make sure you, I mean, you know, they make quite sure of the job, don't they? Mm. And, of course, the actual wall which separates East Berlin from West Berlin is about six foot high <coughs> and there's sort of a, if you can just sort of imagine a pipe sitting on top of the uh, the wall which is loose. In other words, if you grab hold of it, the pipe sort of rolls and throws you back. Plus, around West Berlin, there's 200 uh, guard towers, and the uh, guards will shoot to kill. Um, you probably, I don't know whether you realise, but West Berlin is a western, if you can just imagine a western, small western island in East German territory. In other words, West Berlin is about uh, 100 miles from West Germany. Um, you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, if you're at West Berlin and you want to go to West Germany or to any other Western European countries, you've got to drive through at, uh, 100 uh, miles of, uh, <coughs> of East German territory. Still no, nothing on two metres, chips. Oh, Just inverted wine. Turning. Oh, now you're moving the metre a bit. You're about minus 10 now. Yeah. Right, anyway. So they make it nearly impossible. <coughs> anyway, I went through Checkpoint Charlie, and uh, that takes about 15 minutes. Is Gary still there? Yeah, Gary's still here. Yeah. He's listening on the uh, other receiver. Yeah. Um, anyway, I sort of got a cab from the uh, hotel in East Berlin into uh, Checkpoint Charlie, where I sort of walked up to this... Uh, uh, this uh, this guard and uh, he had a quick look at my passport and um, I also had a, uh, a transit card for East Germany and he slipped in another card. Then I went down the uh, left side of the road. Then I had to cross. I actually had to sort of cross, you know, follow the arrows, cross over to the right side. Then I sort of walk into this little customs house. Yeah. Where was all your luggage? I was carrying them like my suitcase and a few bags. Yeah. Anyway, there was a, you know, there was a, I checked there. She uh, briefly checked the luggage, just opened the, you know, the suitcase and sort of closed it again. Then I had to sort of walk up to this little counter, hand in my passport and uh, the other papers, and he stuck it on a conveyor belt which went behind a wall. Oh, you threw a little hole. Then it, uh, I had to sort of sit down for about 10 minutes. Then it came out from behind this wall <laughs> and was minus the transit it. card. <laughs> Just imagine this happening, it'd look hilarious. Mm, oh, would. shut up, dogs. Uh, it was uh, minus the, uh, the transit card. <coughs> and it was sort of my passport was sort of stamped. Oh, sorry, sleep. <laughs> well, not exactly, but uh, no, I was, I was listening to. Uh, the thing of Russia, I just didn't just didn't occur to me that we needed to give any more call signs at this ungodly hour. Oh, well, we can stop giving them now if you like. Yeah. All right, we'll stop giving them now. Yeah. Anyway, good, good night to the marine. Back, back to the transit. Turn off your quarters, please. Coming out of the thing which went on the conveyor belt behind this wall. Yeah, and uh, it came back out from behind this wall, and uh, my passport was stamped, minus the transit card, but this other little card. Then I sort of walked out, went along the right side of the road, and then I crossed over to the left side, 
and I handed the passport into another guard. He had a look at it. <coughs> then I sort of walked down on the left side of the road to another guard at the gate. He took this other piece of card, which was Seems a pass like out. a lot of red tape. Mm. Then I sort of uh, it's walked definitely out. red. Mm. I sort of walked mm. out. Although I've sort of passed all the formalities, the guards, I was still in East German territory. But then I was uh, walking towards the American sector, and there was a there's a big white line. This white line sort of lies on the western side. That's uh, two metres on the western side of the wall and until I crossed that white line I was still in the uh, you know, in East Germany and as soon as I crossed, off, I crossed over the white line then I was in the American sector but this white line uh, which is about uh, two metres on the western side of the wall is still East German territory that is part of the it was part of the Helsinki agreement um, that so the East Germans can come in over the wall to maintain the wall, virtually. Mm-hmm. See, the West uh, Germans don't have anything to do with the wall. No, that's right. And of course, a lot of people have escaped and um, a lot of people have to keep patching it up where yeah. people accidentally hit mines. And yeah, and uh, because a lot of people don't quite make it, but uh, if somebody do make it, um, they uh, Patch are it made up into West German citizens, and they get a grant from the West German government of about two, of about uh, twenty thousand marks, which is about eight thousand dollars. Well, that's pretty good. So to start up a new life, then the US government usually flies them out of uh, West yeah, Berlin. Right. So they've actually got an incentive to make it. You know, to east, to out of West Berlin to West Germany. Are there any incentives for getting over the other way for getting in? No. Oh, fair enough. It's like, what's, what what's does that mean bridge? if you're over the other <laughs> side of the wall? There's just no way you can get out if you're one of those um, people there. Well, people have sort of, you know, people have escaped, you know, by digging tunnels and things like that, but uh, now I believe But why, why do they have to, what, the, the people who escape obviously can't try to get out legally? Oh, that's right, well, they're not satisfied with the life. Um, <coughs> East, yeah, um, but they can't the legally apply to get nah. out. They have to escape. Yeah, well, the West, the East God, German, wouldn't it be incredible? It's hard to imagine. The East Germans, um, they are really rest- they're quite restricted in their travels. What's, it's a hundred miles. What's the hundred miles? That's about wide, is it? Uh, well, East, uh, Germany is probably about 150 miles wide. <laughs> and West Berlin's about, oh, it's about 80 miles, 80 to 100 miles within... Mm. East German territory, mm. and um, because um, you know people sort of try and escape. Uh, then I thought, you know, I was then in uh, in West Berlin, because even if the life, different. even if the life was reasonable, you'd be tempted to try and escape. I mean, yeah, you, you know, the, the fact that you're told that you can never leave there until you die, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be planted yeah, well, in. They, they, East the, Berlin. Uh, you'd, you'd be like being a tree. When you couldn't even get a permit to go overseas to visit another country. Well, for the East uh, Germans, although the Poles and the, uh, I believe the Czechs, I believe they're quite free to travel anywhere in the world, but the East Germans are restricted to about six, to travel to about six countries. Oh, they can leave the place as long as they're going to another country. They can leave East Germany, but they can't go in, but there's, they can't go into a western country. But if you're in East Berlin, inside the wall... Yeah, you can't go to West Berlin. You can't go to West Berlin, but you can go to another country. Well, you can go to Poland, you can go to Czechoslovakia, you can go to... Anything that's run by the Russians. You can go to the other, you know, communist bloc countries, and also the Soviet Union. Um, That might give some indication of how well you're watched when you're in the Russian countries then, wouldn't it? uh, But, uh, you know, they're quite restricted in their travels, but... And also, it's a trunk call from uh, East Berlin to West Berlin on the you know on the telephone. Yeah. Um, you know, you may you know the person you want to call in West Berlin may be only about a quarter of a mile, and it's a trunk call. Sorry, can't go ahead. <coughs> go ahead again, two meters. I just said it's probably more like an international call. Yeah. It's probably what you pay for. Oh. Yeah, it would be an international cause. It's two different countries. Mm-hmm. Seems a ridiculous system, though. I was quite impressed with West Berlin, and uh, I'll probably 
will be going back to Europe in about 18 months with an intention to uh, take up residence to West, in West Germany. What? Uh, yes, yeah, so I may be... Say that again. Uh, I will be going back to Europe in about, in about 18 months with the possible intention of uh, taking up permanent residence in West Germany. Yeah, is it, is it that good? Yeah, I like it, aren't you? I like, uh, I like West Germany, Holland, and uh, Denmark. Hmm. They make all the fun cottages out Holland there. Holland would be nice. Yeah, it's, it's a, quite a fantastic country, Holland. I'd still like to see Sweden. Yeah, I've never been to Sweden. All those mountains and yeah. fjords. You'll learn mm, your language at the moment, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm learning the German language. It's best to learn it when you get there, isn't it? It's far quicker. Well, I'm attending a class now, and the class is run by a uh, teacher from Hanover, which oh. is where the High German is spoken. Oh. I've been uh, to three classes. That would be very grammatical, wouldn't it, with verbs and tenses? and. Actually, it's uh, quite a guttural language, and learning a second language is not a particularly easy task. I mean, there's no... You know, there's no simple way if you want to learn it properly. Yeah, that's the trouble, because when the you're learning it like that, you're trying to learn to run before you can walk. You should the really trouble with native speakers. Learn it when you get over there. Well... Yeah, what I was going to say, this teacher, I presume, is a native speaker. Yeah, she is. Um, the trouble with native speakers is that although they can speak the language perfectly, they don't understand the sort of problems that we'll have trying to learn it. Yeah. Well, um, to, learn, uh, to learn German, you... Um, you sort of got to get used to the, uh, you know... You've know, you got, you got no mod on two metres again? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I'll just oh, make a point about native speakers. Um, they don't necessarily understand the problem. Well, uh, actually, this teacher, she is very, very good. Hmm. Oh, I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm just saying that... Oh, she's probably... They wouldn't have the full concept of what it's like to learn the language that they spoke. It'd be like if we tried to teach somebody overseas, say, English, um, we wouldn't have the full concept of the problems that they would... Yeah, everybody says to, you know, the best way to learn is to go over there and live there for a year. Oh, well, that's yeah, right. it's quite... And then, then go and learn all your grammatical stuff if you want well, to. Actually. Yeah, well, actually, that's probably quite good in some ways, like... Um, I'd, I'd never really spoke How, how did your parents learn Japanese? Did they learn it at a school? No, they couldn't have. Must have gone uh, over there. My father went and studied it That'd somewhere. be a difficult language to learn. Back, mm. back in the 1930s. It's hard to imagine your father speaking Japanese. Can you read Japanese? Of course he can. Um, he's, I mean, I mean it's, it probably won't be so bad to Do you know what he is? It. Yeah, well, the thing he runs the department in Japanese in Melbourne Uni and... Uh, he has quite a lot <laughs> he's a lecturer at Melbourne Uni. Japanese. Oh. In uh, Japanese, yeah. yeah mm. You probably know more about it than the Japanese. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I was just wondering how he learnt, whether he learnt by going to a school oh, like Wynal's going to, or whether he went well, over he, to Japan. He learnt before World War II sometime. Oh, yeah. Um, I forget exactly where. In no. fact, I wasn't around then, so I wouldn't remember. But Why weren't you? Where, where were you then? I don't think I existed. But you must have been somewhere. Everybody's got to be somewhere. Mm, that's the point. I don't know. Um, but the thing is, uh, you, you learnt it the classical way, you know, you go and... No, look, I want to know where you were before World War Two. before we go any further. I think you're I hiding don't know something. Who I was then. I think you're <laughs> covering something up here. Now, look. I wouldn't know. Where were you before World War Two, Brian? I'm not telling you. <laughs> well, well, it's none of your business where rude. I was either. <laughs> Hmm. Where do you think you'll be in the year 2300, Branch? Um, <laughs> working 160 metres on <laughs> Pluto. With a, with a halo. Yeah. 160 metre halo. I have a dipole between Pluto and Saturn. Yeah, no, no. Hmm, that'd be a very large dipole. Where is, where, where is the school, anyway? This oh, yeah, Japanese... Yeah. I mean... Um, um, German, school. German school. It's in the TNG building. Run. You know it's reaching the magical hour of four o'clock in the morning. It is four o'clock, isn't it? It's mm. one minute past four. One and a half past. Yeah, it's about that, yeah. One and a half minutes past uh, I must four. get a big branch clock in my shed. 
Gee. I've got a big uh, branch clock in my shack. Have you? With a, with a, a New Zealand citizen band um, radio club stick on it. Oh, one branch is pointing at 12, the other branch is pointing at 4 at the moment. <laughs> and there's a little branch spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> Going around in circles. And there's another branch in front of the microphone. Yes, it's not moving anywhere at the moment. Well, actually, mm. um, just briefly about me speaking or uh, learning uh, German. Yes. 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 We haven't done one of those all night. Yes. Let's have another one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, go on. Yes. Well, by the time I'm ready to go over, I'll have a fair knowledge of the German language, and when I get there... You'll find you can't communicate with anyone. <laughs> Probably. That's the trouble. That's what usually happens, you know. You, you learn it from a theoretical viewpoint, and you get over there and they... Their jaws drop. That's right. I don't know why, because they must be able to sort of understand. Whether it's because you speak with a funny accent. Yeah, or the different dialects where the, you know, the people in northern Germany have trouble. It's probably like Chinese yeah. coming over here and saying, "Eat you lunch now, two four o'clock," or something like that. Yeah, where all the words right. are. Which they do say. Now back for front. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, I should I shouldn't have any problems, you know, picking it up. You know, improving my German. You know, the German. Because German is the best language to learn if you're going to go to Europe because it's spoken. Just about everywhere. Yeah. Just about everywhere except France. Yeah. You got a bit of hum on two meters now. Where'd that come from? Yeah, hum missions. What? You got a bit of. Oh, it's gone there. It's fixed it. Some what missions? No, you had hum, but just when you said oh, what, it's it because of the disappeared. Thing being, the microphone being unplugged. Oh. Suddenly. Yeah. yeah, what was the last thing you said, Lionel, just when the hum came on? Uh, I was just saying that German is not uh, spoken very much in, um, Germany. in, in uh, France. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it is spoken in Germany. Yeah, France is sort of fiercely nationalistic. Yes. They're sort of, they're nearly all frogs over there. Nearly every... <laughs> Bullfrogs. And they spend yeah. most of their time croaking. Yeah. When you hear a croaking uh, signal at 20 minutes, it's from a French station. Viva la France. Mm. Cliché oh, Yeah, speak it to Deutsch. Was it Spricken? Spracken. Spracken. That sounds almost... Like the, the Deutsch or something like that. Yeah, Spracken the... Yeah. Mm. How long before you're supposed to be uh, able to go over? Oh, you are going over in 18 months. Just stand by that branch. Yeah. Standing by. Yeah, the, the knock's just packing up a few things. He might be going soon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm feel like it's sleep. What? Oh, oh, yeah. What's he up to now? Who? Lionel. Oh, I don't know. He just sort of went off for a minute. With Lionel? He just sort of shot through. I mean, he just said, uh, hang hello. on a minute. This is the box of uh, studio back on. Roger. And, um, Roger. Gary just uh, left, so he'll be uh, listening to the missions on his uh, car radio. Right. Yeah. How much longer do we plan to run the missions? Well, I finished my uh, documentary. Right. Yes, that was very good there. Um, well, I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, it was fascinating. Um, I'd really like to go on a big trip like that sometime. Oh, it's worthwhile. Like, I really enjoyed going over to Japan when I was about 13, so... Uh, well, you know, a, trip, a trip like that is really worthwhile. You know, the yeah. holiday with a difference. And uh, you, know, you really enjoyed. Yeah, you do. Because yeah. There's no risk in going to those countries. It doesn't matter. If anyone come up and say, oh, you never get out and all that, well, just tell them, well, if you go, well, you you sort of really almost went on a tour, really, anyway, didn't you? Yeah, well, I just I sort of sat down one night, worked out my itinerary, and I sort of. What do you what do you plan to do? You know, what's what sort of attracts you about Western Germany? Oh, I just like, the, uh, the people or the yeah the, the Europeans are much nicer than uh, did you get to talk to did you get to talk to them or who are the Europeans nicer than big pun who are the Europeans well, nicer I, I found the Europeans over there 
Oh, there's a leak somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Must be a leak in the system. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like it. Down. Sounds like the knock just left. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know he's leaving that way. <laughs> no. Deepest, where's he? He'd probably end up in the tunnel. Well, they said the knock was about to leave. I didn't realise. He'll end up in the tunnel. <laughs> That's not the way you get to the tunnel, knock. I need to explain to you. Much easier to go down the ladder. <laughs> it's safer too. <laughs> I just heard this noise coming out of the 6A and I couldn't wake up what was going on. Went down to the 84 stories. Yes. Ah, so you got some business in the shack. It sounds a bit like that, doesn't it, when you get things like that coming through? Mm. Uh. Yeah. Vulgar. We're just learning a few foreign languages here at the moment. Yeah. I've got a thing, a chord somewhere that teaches you to speak Thai. Thai? You know, Thailand? That's, that'd be sort of like Chinese, wouldn't it? Actually, to learn Chinese, you know. Look, yeah. when I get my tables in the check one night, I think I should really have it on tonight because it'd be appropriate to tonight's <laughs> thing. <but> yeah. <laughs> my well, table's is downstairs. If someone wants to learn Chinese and to read Chinese, they've got to learn 4,000 characters. Say that again. To learn oh, Chinese, you got to properly. You got to know hmm. four thousand uh, characters. Then you also got the problems about uh, a few hundred uh, different dialects. Hmm. <coughs> and uh, I was watching a documentary, and the top typewriters are quite different. Like uh, if they want to sort of type something out, they got to sort of go to this library, pick out. Uh, yeah, one of these, oh, yeah, okay. one of these characters and sort of stick it in and, uh, you know, and sort of stamp and, uh... It mightn't have been on two, could have been on... What are we, oh, we're on D. There's the Bonnie. The Bonnie. Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Oh, she's Good probably day. not listening once. Oh, she What's is. going on the rig? You listening once, Dixie Bonnie? How are you, Bonnie? Oh, of course, that sound effect would have come out of... That sound effect. Oh, That's what I was just going to say, you beady man. She would have been lying there asleep and the next minute... I this said I've been dreaming away and there's been like splashes of water going through my head. We should have stayed on channel 40, you see. Oh, does Bonnie leave the rig going well, Obviously she has to know. I still have this contact while channel 1. Now you can apologise, beady. Go on. Who's beady? Beady, that's beady X. Oh. Beady man. Beady man. Beady man. Yeah. Beady man. So, what the people in West Germany attract you? Are you on tape or you real? This is a recording. I am real. I just sort of like. Uh, I see. Yes, you must be, because you answered. That's right. See, that's the thing, if, um, if you want to bluff people to think it's a recording, you have to keep you. talking. What was that? Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you? Just outside uh, the door, say. So, no, oh, you mucked that up. Are you? You mucked that up. Oh, I thought I heard branch in the background. You're right. Yes, there, there is a rustling sound there somewhere. Mm, I suppose trees normally do have branches on them. Hey, Branch. Yeah. I was uh, talking to someone on uh, uh, two metres and he might have mentioned he heard on the broadcast that uh, we're going to lose 160 metres. I think I'll turn the volume down and go to sleep. We're going to lose 160 metres. <laughs> Who said right. this? Oh, I was talking to a station on uh, What's the time, incidentally? 12 past 4. 12 minutes past 4. Who said that 160 metres was going to what go? What are you doing up at this ungodly hour? You're talking to yourself. What are you doing up? Uh, She's no, not I up. can't help it. 
This is an interesting conversation. Tell me you're learning German. I hope I'm learning German. No, that'll wake up. You shouldn't say that. No, I'm learning German. No, she can't hear us. You see, we're, we're not coming through. Oh, fine. Only Beat is the only one that can be heard. By the, by the way, who said 160 metres was going to go? Mills at VE was made a comment that he heard on the broadcast some weeks ago hmm. that we're going to lose 160 metres. When, when did that... What, what was the exact that? comment that was made? Well, that's all he, he told me, and I said to him, well, look, uh, sure you didn't get it mixed up with the comment that if Citizens Man Service is going to be illegalised, that we may lose 11 metres, but... Uh, uh, he said, oh, he might have got things mixed up, but he just sort of made a uh, sort of mention of it. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. So, what have you got any past tapes of the uh, BWI broadcast? Uh, Who's Gary and Sue? Gary and Sue? Oh, well, I don't know. Oh, that's where, is that where the bez is gone? No, it's going to say. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to do two conversations at once, too. Yeah, well, yeah well, hopefully it's a mix-up, but no, I haven't got any tapes of the past broadcasts. When did Neil seem to think that 160 metres would go? Well, he just, this is just what he told me. Um, what, after the 1979 conference? Well, that's what he probably meant. Because we may lose a whole lot in the 1979 conference. Not funny. Might go to that conference. Righto. Where's it going to be held? Um, at Geneva. Hmm. Hmm. What, 160 metres into... 160 metres internationally? Interesting. Neil might have got something mixed up, or he might have meant the 1979 conference. Yeah, could have. <coughs> right. Let's hope it was all mixed up. Yes. One way or the other. Mm. Be a pity to lose it. What, what would you use instead of 160? You'd have to use 80. Oh, you'd probably have to move down to the broadcast band as well. Yeah. Get yeah. a license down there. Yes. Oh, you wouldn't need a license. You'd just come on. Hey. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't bother getting like two meters. Could you give us some deviation? Oh, that'll Sorry, be. I just said you'll have to pirate on the broadcast band instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what just coming on means. Has Bonnie turned things down there? Yes, I think so. Fair enough. <coughs> Decisions have already been made. Oh, I don't know. Depends on who's pressuring from personally, where. Personally, I don't think we'll lose anything. In fact, we might possibly gain something. It'd be good if CW no way. went. Uh, if a few people red light that flashes on when it, on that front of the fever when the mute's open. No, we heard you queuing that, you mm. bad lad. At five o'clock this morning. What? For the Australian Broadcasting Commission in Melbourne, this is Mary Adams wishing you a very good night. Okay, good, good night, night, Mary. Good night. Well, at least there are some females around here who still say good night to me. Good night, Mary. Good night, Mary. Good night, Mary. Okay, see you later. VK3, mm. Beatty Man. VK3 Branch. VK3 Egg. VK3 Branch, yes. And VK3 VK VK no Money. Everybody. VK3 No Money. I have some... Um, Advanced Australia Theatre or something to close down, I don't know. Right. Will we? No, no, we no. won't beat him. Now, look, just... Now, look, now, control yourself. Now, just calm down. Well, look, we've, we've talked on past the clothing thing. We're going to have to re-clothe now. <sighs> Good night. Good night, and we say evening.